Welcome to Sponsored by Nobody. This week, sponsored by Succulents, aren't they? It's January 2021, and you're listening to Leaves in the Jungle, Season 1, Episode 13. This is the game we're using Wild Sea World Setting and System. Um, I'm Ian, playing the Firefly, and we have... Austin playing Zitsiyaku. Bev playing Rook. Dylan playing Jason. And Jonathan playing Gomez. Perfect. Okay. Um, I'm going to start off today's episode with our little prompt again. And today's prompt will be, what is the favorite drink of sailors? Aside from rum? I mean, is, is rum a thing on the Wild Sea, or do they drink some other kind of liqueur? You know what? I'm just feeling like there's just like some awesome like fruit smoothie kind of a thing mm. but like that's just like really good for you and they just really like you know like it's just like like oh yeah dude you gotta drink this stuff i don't know how you survive without it because it's just so packed full of good deliciousness but you can improvise it from other fruits as you find in the row but also yes we love it when you put rum in it because then it becomes a party nice okay okay so rum still exists in this world or, or rum equivalent. Yeah, there's there's so many different types of tropical <laughs> fruits around. Yeah. Like even just in our immediate, like like it, maybe not the wild sea entirely, but at least it, within the the realm of these couple of reaches, I you gotta expect like alcohol is one of the first things that people invent oh in a society. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Every I'm single time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, exactly. Banana, banana mash, man. It's like oh, the, there's man. there's banana rum everywhere, and since there are so many sananas, right? Like there's such like a huge fruit, and it would grow so many of them. Like there's probably like a a very open rum business going on out of this this mm-hmm. particular reach. So like lots of different flavored liquors, like specialty liquors but they aren't specialty because there's just so much variety of fruit. Although, yeah, you got to imagine. Not a lot of beer, I would imagine, because wheat is very close to the ground. So unless they found a way to like cultivate some kind of wheat equivalent up in the trees or maybe maybe some of the some of the spits with um, with mountain tops, maybe they're actually kind of like one of the few places you can get beer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ciders too. Mmm. Ciders um, at the Wazoo and wine. Staying on like the concept of like alcohol, uh, because of the prevalence of tamed hives as a engine, mm-hmm. mead is very mead. common. Yes. And it, and each ship oh. kind of has their own different blend because it changes on where they've been and what they've interacted with. So when you're ever offered like a cup of the ship's mead, you never turn it down. <laughs> Because the risk is worth the reward. Jason, I have a project. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you ever want to spend a, a montage with me, I have an idea. I mean, I'm totally down. I don't know if it's actually a ship option, but I am. I, if it is not a ship option, it be. in the where's the rooms? We've got a uh, galley no. and we've got a beehive engine room. We no, can no, make okay. It work. It's not a ship option. I will be posting this later on in the Discord because it needs to be a ship option, mm. but a Sorry. like a still a distillery. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. thinking that like 
describing a ship as like 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 that ship's meat is top notch could also be a slang way of saying like they have a good crew or they've explored far Ooh, yeah. yeah yeah oh i like that like or, or like, like oh like um like yeah they they uh, like they have sour mead would be a way of like almost like fighting words like you're not necessarily saying their mead tastes bad you're saying the crew is bad leaves a foul taste in your mouth yeah yeah you know some, sometimes the, they're called uh, uh water cups because they're they're the new crews don't have any flavor to their mead yet it's just yeah Oh. Or just like a way of like, you know, like they're just not, you just don't want to hang out with them. They're no good to do business with. Is you know, like they leave you with a bad hangover. <laughs> I like it. I'm I'm loving the like lore we're creating <laughs> just with these little like improv prompts and stuff. It's, also, it's amazing. Practically, if we can find a way to start cultivating our own brew, then that is a very good tradable. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely... Definitely, you guys, if you want a distillery on your I, ship, you can I, spend the stake for we're it. Making, I know what the distillery can do. We're a roving restaurant ship. <laughs> Ian, I know what a distillery will do. It's You can take a, um, a specimen and turn yeah. it into a high-quality specimen that is, yeah. you know, booze. And alcohol, yeah. 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 And if you yeah. drink enough of them, you get a whisper, because probably... <laughs> you always you always have the best ideas when you're drunk it's really called more of a murmur it's kind of like you know like a whisper but like you know ex- like if a whisper was exhausted I, like, i'm also gonna know. say that if you wake up with a really bad hangover you just sometimes describe it like oh man that wasn't such a wh- most, so much a whisper but a yell <laughs> oh i like that it's that's a good. shout i got a shout right. guys oh Shouts are from something, and now I can't think of what it is. You know what? You're uh, right. Sky, hey, you, you're finally awake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we nice. could go on about this forever and never actually play. Yeah. Yeah. No. Let's let's get started here. Stupid uh, improv. Too good of a prompt. Come up with worse prompts. I, I'm sorry. I'm glad that that was a good prompt because we've had a few not as good prompts in the last few sessions. So I'm glad that this was a good one. Um, but that said, you asked us about booze. <laughs> I do enjoy the fact, like immediately, what's the, what's the favorite sailors to drink? Me, booze, gotta be booze. Nothing else <laughs> for booze. It's the only well, thing we drink. Tell me that when you don't think of like sea shanties, <laughs> that you're not picturing somebody who's probably like singing heartily with a jug in their hand. It's true. Right. Although you guys did state smoothies, like it'd be it'd be fruit based. Well, I mean, like I'm th- I'm thinking, yeah, like a like a like a fruit smoothie, but like occasionally, if you want to turn like you know like a good productive day into a party, you just add a little you know sonana rum to it, and now yeah. it goes from super healthy, you know, like your your buddy who's all about that health drink to your buddy who's all about that you know that life party life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Um. Yeah. Okay. So this is going to sound a little weird because we're technically recording these out of order. So I'm going to ask what happened last episode. And to you guys, it will, it means the last episode we recorded to the viewers. It will be the second to last episode. It will be episode nine, not episode 10, because this is episode 11 and we haven't recorded episode 10 yet. 
because we're recording out of order because reasons and such. We're so what happened? What happened? Episode nine. Yeah, we're professionals. I think. Wait, we're getting paid? <laughs> uh, not really. In love and friendship. Yeah, yeah. We we get paid in happiness and smiles. You're getting paid in peanuts, but I'm allergic to peanuts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cashews. Uh, uh, okay. Yes. What happened in episode nine? Um. So we we gave our little ninjas masks. Um. We we found the the resistance, but it's really more of like, hey, look, here's a couple ships tied together in a tree. Um. I got drunk. Mm-hmm. And just kind of aired my, um, technically, the, yeah, they're, they're my prejudices. Just kind of came out while I was drunk. I just, I'm, you know what? We're about making rounded characters here. Nobody's perfect. Um, what else happened? Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, the shredding occurred. The, the, um, the risottoing, as it were. Uh, yeah, a mushroom got rendered. That big dad energy, yeah. Yeah. Where I was like, hey kids, watch this. And I, uh, yeah, I finally got my, my vengeance. That's <laughs> an epic scale. What? what did he do to you that required vengeance? He existed. <gasps> Don't he unalived him in the most musical sense. <laughs> we, we were too similar. And I, if anything, if, you know if there's anything in this world that G-San can't stand to look at, it's himself. I mean, that makes sense. When you meet somebody who's, like, enough like your own personality, but not you, that you're like, how dare you? You know, like, instead of bonding over your similar tastes, you're just like, but I'm I'm unique and beautiful, and you just, you're taking that from me. You're cramping my style, bro. Yeah. I said, I'm not like other girls. How dare you? There can only be one guy wearing a hat in this group. There's too many. There's not. There's not enough atmosphere for this many spores. I'd like yeah. to point out that I legitimately. Well, I guess there, by definition, has to be two. But I was the kid who showed up to prom, and somebody else had exactly the same outfit. Ooh. Yeah. Same. Same color and everything. Did you set them on fire? No, no, I, I took the high road and when, you know, we made awkward eye contact I just complimented their taste and moved on and took solace in the fact that I think I wore it better, but you there know, you they probably also thought that of themselves, so who's to say who's right? Oh, they were definitely wrong. Thank you, Ian. Ian's the one to say who's right. I win. <laughs> I'll take my $20 later. Um. Uh, and after realizing we've made enemies and friends, we decided to keep our new foundlings. Yeah, I like how you guys never mentioned to the Resistance that you stole children. We didn't want that to have a pressure on them. The less they know, the better. Plausible deniability. Yeah, the Resistance. <laughs> and we decided to evacuate the reef and look for allies in the future. Preferably giant bodied ex ectus. Ooh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so you guys are headed on your way towards Gomez's hometown. Gomez, what is your hometown's name? Oh, man. Wait, did I did I have a thing for that? I think I messed I up. I don't think you did. I'm putting I, you on the spot. I meant to have a name for that. Oh no! I just have it down as a Tractus Cactus because that's 
that's what we've been calling it, but yeah. I, I don't think that's what your guys people call it. I think I'm going to call his home. Let's see. Gomez is home. Colon space. Uh, let's call it... Um, um, it is. Um, uh, you know... <laughs> Uh, da, 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 da. It's called Um Top. Um Top. Okay, <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's excellent. Yeah. When when Gomez is at home, he feels like I'm on top he, of the world. Yeah, he's on top of the world. I'm on top. Um, top. Okay. Um, okay. So, Gomez, you remember your home, the Reach, because as your ship kind of comes into these waves, uh. You know, the beautiful mangrove trees all around you with their gnarled, like, it's weird because mangroves have those, like, gnarled roots. That's what they're known for in our world, at least. Mm -hmm. um, but on the reach, you don't normally see true, like, trees' roots. But the way these mangroves have grown is over top of and inside of a weird, like, mushy tree line so the tree line almost lowers a little bit and you guys are on and inside of these mangrove roots and leaves as they're all different heights much more so than the normal sea is all different heights and you can see underneath the roots that there's there is still branches and leaves and such but they're much damper and thicker than normal and it looks almost like you got you guys don't really know the word swampy, but that would be the term you could think of. Um, yeah, so the large mangrove trees as your ship's cutting through, uh, the fruit and veggie or berry that's known in this area are giant raspberries. So raspberries, you know how each little raspberry has like those the seeds on it and they they got the beautiful like little bulbs all around them. Mm -hmm. So each of those little bulbs is like the size of a baseball. Oof. I'm so happy. So <laughs> like, just giant raspberries. You could make like money pouches out of the fruit leather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and just like hydrator. Just like blue raspberry smoothies, you're already tired of it before you're a third of the way through. <laughs> <laughs> Why exactly. did I get the extra large every time? Because <laughs> it's only ten cents more. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're never you're never gonna reblend it. <laughs> um, yeah, and then unlike regular raspberries, these are not spiky vines. So they're just normal vines. Mm. They're not spiked. They're not dangerous. They're just friendly vines with giant raspberries on them. Doubt. Um, so. <laughs> That's nice. This is this is a pleasant reach. You guys are going from a scary area to a happy area. Scary. Yeah. It's um, it's remarkably remarkably tame. I think would be a good way to put it. Yeah, I feel yeah, free exactly. to let my guard down. <laughs> uh, What's and... the worst that could happen? No, <laughs> you'll find out. You've already that done. Roll all ones. <laughs> um, and then the local animal 
is a shrimp that's about the size of like a dog, so like fifty to a hundred pound shrimp. Mm-hmm. And those are the local like animals that scurry around these mangroves. It's just they're just large shrimp. Wait, we're living in a place where there's giant raspberries and giant shrimp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me that there's like giant chocolate and then and giant waffles, and you have created Bev's perfect theory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bev! Is, is there is there giant strips of bacon that I can blanket the shrimp in? I like, mean, like, there's snuggle them there's up real bacon. good, and then you know, yeah, we can make tree bacon. <laughs> yeah. And as for chocolate, like, sure, why not? There's there's this area is also home to like the cocoa bean. No, no, he says, well, you gotta wait for the raspberries to uh, ripen. And you see, the the cocoa became kind of parasitic in these areas, so Ooh. it just kind of blends in with the raspberry. <laughs> raspberries with cocoa beans on the inside instead of, like, that big seed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, uh... Or not seed. I, it's a it's the stem. It's the, yeah. I, oh, I, no, 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 no. That's what it is. is... Marry a berry tree. Inside? So... So each raspberry, you know how each little bulb has a seed inside? Like it's got the flesh of the berry and then it has a little seed. Well, instead of having seeds, it's just a cocoa nib. And then it has a seed inside the actual fruit now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so like each each baseball size berry is just a raspberry with a cocoa nib inside. The size of a baseball. yeah. No, no. The raspberry is the size of a baseball. The cacao nib would be the size of a golf ball. Like, inside of the raspberry. Just a bonbon inside every one. So, yeah. like... So happy. So, like, fade in when we're all in the kitchen, and Gomez is, like... <laughs> is, is, like... Like, as Jison is carving this thing up, he's like, no, you know, carve here for that. And you can see where, like, there's that seed. If you grind that seed up and treat it, then Jison's like, I know how to do this. <laughs> I yeah. get it. It's Shut drugs. Up. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I know. <laughs> aside at one point and like Jason, I need you to take this stuff and I and like make it into like I don't know if it would work for like a preserve or like a you know like a fruit <laughs> leather, but I need you to make a large stockpile that can be accessed hypothetically once a month. Just thinking ahead. <laughs> there you go. Um, the saying it will help everything. <laughs> I'm just like literally watching the rest of my crew turn into a bunch of like buzzing like freaks over this There's stuff. You know what I mean? Around me as I'm looking at you, just I'm standing there and I'm like, ah, oh, yes, they're losing their minds over it, and I haven't even I haven't even like seen seen this crap yet, right? Like, I don't make think it that we have waffles. We don't have a ready source of caffeine, so yeah, this would. This would be a thing. I'm just I have tea, I'm, yeah. I'm picturing uh, Jason just like, ah, yes, they love it already. Just wait till I put my spores in it. <laughs> no, 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 no. He never puts his spores in. His his ponytail accidentally falls in. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, Accident. Uh, has no idea why they're so excited, but I do know that when insects feed off of sugary things, they taste better. I'm excited for the mites. <laughs> um, so, and the nearby, the last statement I need to make is the nearby landmark that's so important to this area. Now, growing up here, Gomez, you know that there's not, like you've described 
listeners will know that you've described this as kind of a calm, unassuming area. Mm -hmm. So there's not really an important landmark. However, a few years after you left, a large lily pad bloomed right near your town. And it's now full of water. And this lily pad is a good 20 kilometers squared. Oh, good lord. And it's a max depth is 250 feet deep. Oh, it's a huh. big lily pad. So it's a giant lake. So unbeknownst to your you guys currently, this whole area in the last 10, 15 years since Gomez has been gone has went from a tiny little nothing town where Ectus breed, you know, okay, like some Ectus breed here to a massive beach party town because Gomez's home area pumps out sand, which we'll get into that later in the next episode when you guys actually get there because his <laughs> hometown is amazing and I love it. But we'll get into more detail. Currently, you guys just need to know that awesome raspberries, giant shrimp, mangrove trees, and somewhere out there is a lily pad full of water making one of the largest lakes on the Wild Sea, probably. I mean, I know we need to incite revolution to end copious amounts of human suffering, but I kind of just want to stay here. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> it when, is a when we retire dream. into the sunset, this is where I'm coming. The first time a yeah, while, the, the uh, fruits and vegetables haven't attacked us as well, so yeah. it's a welcome break. Yeah, there's a reason yeah. for that. We'll, uh... Don't worry about it! <laughs> what? <laughs> Every time I'm not I'm worried that somebody throws <laughs> in a don't worry about it, I'm suddenly worried. Shut up and have some raspberry! It's okay. great! Okay! <laughs> <laughs> Just, just eat this. It's fine. Nothing bad will ever happen. Yay. <laughs> uh. So, how long have we been in the Reach, and what do you say we're doing? You guys have been in here for... um. How long have you guys been in here? You guys have been in here probably a few days. In those and... few days, have I had time to fix any of the ship? Um, actually, I'm going to give you guys currently a montage for the few days you guys have been in here. So you can okay. do an action. If I can justify it narratively. Oh, I like this thought. I can, <laughs> well, no, can, can, I, can I both heal ship and use um, one of my milestones to pump up uh, one of my tracks for... Uh, is that is that cheating? For your which track? Are, oh, your um, I see your leveling track. Yeah. So, what does uh, Surefire Smith do again? Um, it uh, I can't remember the exact description, but I think what it does is it turns conflicts into triumphs for um, fixing stuff. Generally, there's a there's a more specific. Okay. Yeah. Uh, tell you what. If you roll, do your roll for um, uh, repair. Okay. And if you roll a six, because when you repair, it repairs one 
box or two boxes if you roll a six. But I'll give you, um, if you roll a six, I'll give you Surefire Smith and two boxes of repair. If you roll a five, I'll give you the choice of two boxes of repair or one box repair and Surefire Smith. Okay. And then um, four, three, two, one are the same as normal. Okay. Do I get any advantages? And I was going to say kind of narratively, um, what I was going to do with stumbling along was kind of taking the kids. And I think who's the one that's really getting it is um, Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. You know, Rocky's like, and kind of taking them on my wing to kind of be like, hey, do you want to help me fix the hull? Kind of uh, yeah, I'll give you one advantage if you take Rocky along with you to help you. Yay! <laughs> so that's five dice. Yeah. Is everyone taking a protege? Uh, <laughs> right. I've I've got um, two fives. Two fives. Okay. So, um, oh, I didn't say what I would do for a twist. Um, okay. Tell you what. So I said a five would be you can either take two points of repair. Or one point of repair in Surefire Smith. I forgot to say what would happen with the twist. So you can take all three if you want, and that's your twist. Okay, so I get one point of Surefire and two points of repair? Yeah, but you have to use up one of your minor milestones. You're stumbling along the way. Yeah, stumbling along. Because it's, you know, it's, yeah. I would be able to do this job much more efficiently if there wasn't a child to be figured out, but I want him to learn so that I can do it more. Good thing. Yeah. yeah. And then you heal two points of the ship, which is... The two points in armor, so it's just your saws are left damaged. Yeah. Perfect. Nice job. Thank you. All the while, we're also just, like, completely nomming on, you know, I'm assuming at this point Jusan has made, like, travel snacks out of the, the chocolate raspberries. Or possibly oh, shrimp. Like, we just got, like, a pocket full of fried shrimp that we're eating. In I mean, Jisan, what, what, let's, let's pivot to Jisan then here. What are you doing in your montage? Okay, so <clears throat> considering the resources I have access to right now, I've been thinking about like what I was gonna gonna produce, but it I'm gonna be collecting as many of these raspberries as I can get my hands on over the first while, and then I'm gonna make some preserves for the ship because everybody like everybody's gonna want that. That's that's awesome. Uh, and I wanted to make a, uh, like a hard chocolate, like collect a bunch of the nibs and start experimenting with like making actual chocolate out of it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, <laughs> let's see here. You can use, because uh, you, you, you do have some benefit tracks. Um, so I'm going to say, let's see here. If you use interesting smoothie and use up that benefit track, I'll give you impact because that's your interesting smoothie is helping your creative juices flow as you work with these new fruits. Awesome. Um, and then so you're trying to gather specimens and then you're trying to also cook. Yes. Um, but you're trying to cook kind of two things. You're trying to make preserves and you're trying to make chocolate. So that's kind of a three actions thing. So interesting smoothie is going to up your impact chances. So let's okay. say uh, 
if you get a six, you can do all three things. If you get a five, you can do two. And a twist will be uh, will add success to one of the things you do. Sound fair? Well, that's more than fair. I'm happy with that. <laughs> oh, okay. So that okay. uses up interesting smoothie. Yeah. And Perfect. Uh, I'm also going to pitch my foreign seed into my and my pure leg salt into the chocolate making attempt. Ooh, I like that idea. Okay, okay. Salted chocolate. I don't yeah. even know what that is, but Hang something in the memories of my spiders. <laughs> quiver. And that foreign seed's big enough that I can chop it up and have chopped nuts and you're chopped making, nuts and salt oh gosh, in hard bark. chocolate. Yeah. You can mm. also just straight up call it bark because we live in forest world. Just <laughs> <laughs> be like, I call it bark, but it tastes better. Trust me, yes. it's it's a lot it's a lot better than ZT's bite. <laughs> all right, so. This is all going to come out of my Tide's knowledge, because we're yeah. sailing along, and I'm just doing my usual, I'm going to grab what's coming off the waves and have an inspired cook sesh with it. And because you're using two specimens, I'll give you the bonus dice. Nice. So that's five dice. That's rad. Come on. One, three, three, five, six. Oh, there it is. Uh, six and a twist. So you get everything plus impact to one of the... So uh, let's see here. You wanted... So you have raspberries. So you're, you're basically... You're making raspberry preserve. You're making chocolates. And one of the things can be impacted. Actually, both of them. Because impact was increased... So you could double impact one of them or impact each of them because you used your smoothie to increase impact. And you got a twist, which I said would increase impact. Okay, so let's let's obviously... Um, let's go... Let's, can we increase the impact on, on the collecting or just on the cooking? Uh... I mean, your choice. You have you have you have three things you're doing. You have collecting. You have making raspberry preserve. You have making chocolate, and so that's three things. And then you have two impacts. And whether you want to stack them or spread them is your choice. So yeah, if you want to increase impact on collecting, then go for it. Yeah, I think I'll increase the impact on collecting and making the chocolate because the chocolate's where my specimens were going. That so. makes sense. Yeah. Okay, um, so then I'm going to say you have, I'm just going to, you can write down in your specimens raspberry preserve. Okay. That's an easy one to do right now, quick. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to, we're going to call it, let's see here, the chocolate, I like the idea of bark. That's a great, like, I mean, you're, you're making chocolate bark. Uh, so we'll... Uh, like magical bark or like illuminating bark or something or blood bark. What? It's it's got a lot of raspberry it's raspberries and that's true. salty um, nut bark. <laughs> Calm down, chef. Uh, no, no, this is going to be like I'm I'm thinking something more like euphoric bark or something like that. Like no, this I is don't. this is next Death level. Bark. 
transcendent bark. Like, have you ever yeah. had death by chocolate? I, I like euphoric bark because yeah. it definitely carries. Like, what do you call this? And you're like, Dude, oh, I, I call it like sailing. orgasm. <laughs> and they're like, uh, yeah. okay, I get it. Just a sailing concession stand. <laughs> nice. So yeah, 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 you can have euphoric bark and uh, maybe make a uh, chocolate bark. Sorry, euphoric chocolate bark. There we go. Um, and then you wanted an increased impact on specimens. So I'll give you one extra specimen. So do you want like a, you know, pack of cacao nibs or do you want a raspberry? Obviously um, a raspberry being the large raspberries. Well, I can always harvest the nibs out of the raspberry. So I think I'll just take it as like the full specimen untouched. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. So yeah, do a large uh, chocolate raspberry. Love it. Nice. Okay. Who's next? Um... Hmm. <laughs> I can go next. Okay. <laughs> I wish to take one of the children. <laughs> Why do you giggle? Because you you said that statement very slowly. I take one of the children. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, <laughs> and I would like to go and on a gathering and wave walking trip with them. Okay. Okay. He's using the Delta Ninja Fire for safety. Running from branch to branch, arms out behind them. Yeah, and teaching them that, like, that the waves are not to be feared and like they're to be respected, but they are freedom once you learn the ways to walk on them. And I want to make it my project. Yeah. Okay, so you want to try and start teaching one of them uh, how to wave walk? Pardon? You, you, you want to start trying to teach one of them how to wave walk? Is that what you're... Yes. Yes, okay. The project. Okay, so um, that brings up a good point. We are going to be testing out a homebrew here where... Let me pull that up where players can turn milestones into stakes in the ship, and stakes in the ship can advance NPC crew members. So this allows, because we're running a more story-focused rather than a just fun adventure campaign, so players have commented that they don't feel like they're getting enough stakes in the ship to upgrade their ship. So we made a compromise of, okay, well, you can take a hit on your milestones and upgrade your ship. So I believe that's what Austin is going to start doing, is you want to start a track to start making a stake so that you can use that stake to upgrade one of the kids. Is that correct? No. No? <laughs> well. <laughs> Where are you at? Buzz off, Ian. Get out Man. of our creative space. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna leave you guys. You guys <laughs> 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 I'm gonna get my nose in here. 
on page 31 of the book. Oh, you're reading the book without me. I see, I see. There's a concept called projects, because this isn't really a task that I'm doing with the child. This is more of like, you know, a 10-minute side cutscene with the child as my montage to progress the, the child. So, like, it's, okay. it's going to take a while, but I want to work on him with, like, and teaching him, like, Drock taught me, or them. It's, what gender is, um... They're all guys. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a while since I looked at the crew yeah, sheet. We, we rolled for their gender. They're all guys. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to take Colt. Yeah. So, do you want... So this project that you're doing, are you increasing Colt's stat? Or are you... Like, what's the end goal here? I guess the end goal is to increase his stat, I guess. Okay. So then my long blurb that you shot down was correct. Because I've kind of turned projects into this other form of advancement. So it basically, yes, you're, you want to up Colt's stat. And so you're going to do a project, which that project is turning a milestone into a state. Uh, I guess if that's how it works. That's well, like like a project. The way I'm reading it here, let me like the because the, the project is like multi-stage tasks that completed over the course of several montages. Yeah. So instead of the ten, instead of doing a task, I can do part of this one project. I guess you're trying to say you're you're spending time, time, but you have to spend time to do a milestone action anyway, like for leveling up. So you're you're trying to level up the kid with no resource put in, if that like, makes sense. It makes, it does, because I wasn't thinking about that when I was doing it. I was thinking of what works in the montage sequence with what I was doing in the book. And then yeah. that came up for the kid leveling thing. Yeah. So, like, it would, this is a project. Because I think, I think projects are still, like, projects were in the book before the current leveling system was put in the book. And so I don't know, like, I might be speaking completely off base here, but it seems like projects are almost encompassed by uh, the current leveling system. Like, because leveling is a project unto itself, or at least that's how I would interpret it. Well, ex except you need milestones to do it. This is... Yeah. Yeah, so like a, like a big project is leveling, and so that goes into the leveling system, and a minor project just uses resources to build something bigger than just small crafting. Does or, that make or sense? Or time. Or time, yeah. So that's, that's, that's what I was thinking with the kid. I'm spending time with him over the course of my montage. Yeah, teaching but... Him. I think, because he is actively leveling, I think I'm going to put it under the leveling rule set. Uh, then I'm just going to go out for a gathering trip then. Okay, you can still bring him for the gathering trip and, you know, work towards that. And if you get, like, a six and a twist, I'll give you a steak or something. And, you know. Get, get some shrimp. <laughs> get some shrimp. Get all the shrimp. 
Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll totally bring cold. Okay, so but you're bringing cold and are you for a gathering trip? Okay, you're bringing Colt on the Delta Flyer, and you're gonna go get. Are you going for? Are you going shrimping? Yeah, we're going shrimping. Okay, so you and Colt go shrimping. I had and this as weird, I say, horrific whisper coming up from below decks. Get the shrimp. <laughs> it was Rook. <laughs> um. Yeah, you and Colt go shrimping, and as Can I say, I'll, if you roll a six and a twist, I'll give you the steak. Uh, as well as before you leave, I'm going to grab some stuff from the emergency. Um, the survival station. Yeah, the survival station. Yeah, you're going to use your ship to do these things. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> proud of you guys. I'm proud of you. <laughs> and I'm assuming there's something like something like an. I'm assuming there's a net in there. Yeah. I'm going to use that. Nets and... definitely are in emergency stations. Like, who doesn't keep their nets in an emergency survival station? And then teaching Colt the importance of the emergency station should anything <laughs> arise. If you see someone Same who's not us on the ship, shoot them with a the flare. <laughs> <laughs> we have more than one. You can shoot one in the air afterwards. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I like how your emergency station, you're like, this is our survival station. Uh, it's used as an armory. Punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Best defense okay. is a great offense. Excellent. Never forget it, kid. But, but the greatest offense is... But, eh. I don't go, understand uh, sports analogies. Go, uh, roll away, yeah. Okay, so it's definitely going to be tied so I can understand to see where the shrimp be feeding. Yep. And then we're going to pull off... Are are you wave walking or are you gathering? I can use wave walking to gather. I'm I'm gonna give it to you because you deliberately said you're taking Colt out here to teach him how to walk on the waves. It's true. I so am an example, give, an example of why of how why not to fear the waves. I'll give you that one in this instance because you narratively described it for yourself. I'm not going to say no. All right, and so... then I'll, I'll give you an advantage dice because you have Colt with you, and so he's helping, obviously. And he's tied off. Yeah. <laughs> I love your ability to tie everyone off. It's, 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 I've it's, seen Treasure Planet. I am not losing so a stone. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, super important, actually. Oh, no. <laughs> I have learned from my experiences, man. Twelve year old is not Planet. ready for that. <laughs> oh, it's just it's just a DreamWorks movie. How bad could it be? No Whoa, stone. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Disney. Come on. Just because they botched the release. It's a Disney movie. Um so Tides plus two for <laughs> wave walking and one for Colt and one for the net. Uh, I'll get yeah, I'll give you double advantage because you actually utilized your ship. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, kid. This is why you don't fear the sea. It's a five and two ones, a three and two twos. Okay, so a five. Not as good as everybody twist. else, but still pretty good. Nice. Five and a twist. So, five, you do successfully collect something on your journey. Um, just, just like, 
Uh, I, yeah. I like to envision it as I'm wave walking along, showing him the techniques and, you know, walking backwards, bouncing from point bouncing leaf to bouncing leaf like Ella Kid in that one Pokemon movie. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, like see this like little movement and like a, like a hacky sack player in the '90s gonna punt up a like a shrimp just high enough for me to grab and just throw him into the net that Colt's waiting to throw on top of him in the ship. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So, and then you have a twist. So, what's your twist? It was feasting on. Some small furry creature. Okay. So I'll give you the specimen uh, jumbo shrimp. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's, that's what they are here. They're jumbo shrimp. Can um, Colt save the thing it was feasting on? Yes. Sure. Yeah. No, I like that. Okay. Well, um. Yeah, what was it that it was feasting on? I'm going to leave that up to you guys. Ooh, okay. Uh, Who wants to claim this one? What was it feasting on? Some kind of small furry creature, and Colt's going to save it. I mean, since you brought up Elekid earlier, now I'm picturing, um, oh shoot, it's like fourth gen, so I can't remember what its actual name is. The Pikachu knockoff that's like a flying squirrel. Emolga? That one, yes, Emolga. So I'm picturing like a flying chinchilla of that type. Okay. Like a flying squirrel, chinchilla, a mold. Can it just be a really filthy possum? <laughs> just it's a like, pure possum, well, unmutated. No, it, it, it's being eaten by a giant shrimp. Like it's it's missing at least half of its fur face. Oh, we so, have to decide. I'll let you, I'll, I'll let you guys decide on the injury too. It's going to be scarred, of course. Yeah. So is it is it an ugly possum or is it a cute flying chinchilla? All possums are cute. Uh, possum. Okay, so it's it's a it's a flying possum. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> nice. I, I am going to say that like. Can it be like more bigger than a rabbit? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to say that it is actually a half breed, though. These aren't ne- these aren't normal. <laughs> yeah, the, the it's a weird mutated like rabbit-sized <laughs> possum. That like when it moves its arms out, it has like those fleshy wings that like things glide on. You know, I like, would almost I would say not even mutated. It's just a half breed. But its back is bright <laughs> yeah. red to blend into its favorite food. Awesome. Nice. Okay. Okay. Um, and then how is it scarred? She's like, on missing a limb. No, an eye. It's got like the really classic, like I'm a badass, like through the eye scar, where it's missing one of its eyes, oh, and it's just like nice. I've seen some shit. The single I line. Said, now down I can't. Face. Yes, exactly. Like like the most fashionable. I only have one eye scar. Oh. Yes. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Um, yeah, we'll give that to. Uh, we'll we'll give that to Colt here. You took Colt. Yes. Yeah. I felt like Tom Tums was just a wee bit too small to take out onto the sea. That's fair, and I guess um, Rook had Rocky, so that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, excellent, excellent. You guys, continuity here. We're we're professionals, right? Uh-huh. Wearing one kid down, obviously our favorite. Just Rocky, everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna speed level this kid, man. 
gotta these kids. <laughs> You're you are roll, we just roll, we just go back to the skin farm and trade them in. Hello. We would like to trade you these high level Pokemon. <laughs> Sometimes didn't have the nature we wanted, so you can send it to the breeding bag. Oh, no. Uh, Tums, don't Tums, I recognize you? No, we are different crew. Why would you say that? <laughs> My Tums Tums is in the top percentage of Tums Tums. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, oh, God. God. Oh. Why? They do that too. My kid's in the 99th percentile for hair growth. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Okay, and last but not least, we have Gomez. Uh, I think Gomez left. Gomez and uh, Tums Tums are going to be doing some uh, science as he. Uh, and we're going to be doing some science. The... Yeah, he's. Uh, I'm. I'm... I'm using a uh, task for uh, spit and polish to okay. remove the rusted tag from my large battery. Ooh, nice. Okay. Boop. Done. Don't even Done. have to roll. Oh yeah, did did I get? Yeah, I did. Did get the jumbo yeah. shrimp. Yeah, you got the jumbo shrimp. No, so now I, I have got a ceramic shrimp. <laughs> you know we have what? a ceramic battery and a large battery, so we could do some electricity. Yeah, I, I also said that we had a ceramic yeah. battery, so we could yeah. have some fun. Well, that, yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 You guys can yeah. do some electronic. Yeah. I was looking around at other, other people's sheets. I was like, what do we have? Because we're a little short on salvage. Yeah. I, I, I want to do a project, oh. but it takes salvage, and we don't have any salvage. Not a project. I want to make a craft, but it requires salvage, and none of the salvage that we have would work for it. So As the heads up. It'll just, what's up? I did just have a weird metallic like fuzz out for a second. Mm-hmm. But you're all back, I think. Okay. Hey, cool. We should be good. Dylan? I'm here. Yep. Oh, we go. Are we, we're good. Rad. All right, so yeah, that's what they do. They, uh, they'll they just be like on the ship, and he's like, yeah, you just take some of the stuff, and you just like sprinkle it on. Like, we got some like baking soda or something from the kitchen. <laughs> nice. We made a volcano. Yeah, baking soda, water, pour on the uh, on the alkaline rust, and it just kind of fizzles off. He's like, oh, don't drink that, as he, like, uh... Drinks it? <laughs> no, he, he, doesn't <laughs> drink it. He, he, he might save it for something else later, but, you know, waste not, want not, so he, like, saves that in some kind of a container that doesn't really matter. It's 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 just a thing that they do. So It kind of matters. Make sure Chison doesn't get a hold of it. Oh, what's the, what's this weird fruit at the bottom of this jar? I better throw that in the soup. It's <laughs> no, not whatnot, guys. <laughs> to be fair, if I did it, you would all be fine. If anybody else did it, dead. Mm-hmm. Take that away from my tea. <laughs> so yeah, that's what they do. Okay, nice. Nice and boring. <laughs> okay. Um, perfect. Then, now that you guys are done your montage, and we're 51 minutes in, <laughs> let's start the, <laughs> let's start the session. Um, I love it. No, it was good. It's good. I'm glad that that, that, that was a good montage. I'm just teasing. Um, I was a little sidetracked there too, anyway. Uh, so, 
you guys, your ship pulls up to a large wreck. Like, it looks like two ships have collided or fought each other or something, but, like, years and years ago. It's... These have either been newly risen or somehow managed to just sit on top of the waves for so long. You're not quite sure. Well, I definitely okay. called down to Gomez and uh, ask if he's got some time for a salvage run. Gomez always has time for a salvage run, he says. He's, he's clopping his way back up. This is the first time in forever something hasn't been hunting us. <laughs> the hunter, the hunted becomes a hunter. Here we go. It's like I getting his vest on and everything. Hear what's going on, and me and Scraps we come up on deck, being all like, "Yeah, that sounds fun." Um, question: Can yep. I, um, just roll a sense just to kind of get a feel, like the vibe of this really old wreck? Yeah, actually, please do. Awesome. Um, so what am I using here? Uh, I'm going to give you an advantage dice for your ghost sight. Okay. Oh, wait. Um, uh, okay, and then also, would tides be part of it? Uh, yeah, tides Tides would be a good one. Okay. But wait, so wait, sensed. Uh, um, tides and advantage. Um, I got a six. Nice. Okay. So you are able to pick out that this these two ships are covered in like a ghostly kind of aura. You're not... Like, you're able to tell it's more... There are ghosts on these ships. Not a ton, but there are ghosts. But it's almost as if the ships themselves have a ghostly aura. And actually, thinking back, it's not too unlike the electromagnet aura that Wrench gives off. Wrench being the ship and also the... Um, what's Ironbound? Oh, from Portobello. From Portobello's yeah. crew. So... Yeah, like his type of aura, how like the ship is his body. These ships give off like a ghostly version of that. Like the ship is almost a spirit unto itself. Okay. Um, if I slide on my multi-lens goggles, does that add anything to it? Just because kind of like sensing this, I'm like wondering if I can see something. No, there's no electromagnetic or anything like they're... Their engines, their systems are long gone. Okay, so the fact that, like, I feel this, but there isn't anything like that just makes me more disturbed. And so, like, I feel like... Oh, no. Of... Hmm? Sorry, it's it's not that, like, I was using that as a similar thing. Like, it's not that it looks like electromagnetic. It just, it's a similar aura style thing. Like, it's a, yeah. it fully en engulfs the ship sort of thing. Not Not that it actually is a electromagnetic aura that's dead yeah i'm just i'm just saying that i yeah. think that like rook was when she started to get that sense she was kind of hoping that she would see something like electromagnetic to explain it 
kind of, but when mm, there wasn't, I it, see. it was a little bit upsetting. So I feel like kind of, you know, like I'm starting to be all like, yeah, salvage. But then I kind of get the sense and I just kind of like stop and I'm like, oh, guys, I don't know how I feel about this. Well, I do. <laughs> He's like still getting ready to go. Do you What's see? Up? Do you see something I don't? It looks pretty safe to me. Well, I mean, we haven't really gone over there. Last time we did this, there were wolves. <laughs> I packed a shore lunch. I'm gonna like come up with like my picnic basket and like you know like blithely that. unaware. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. And I'm just like I'm like pull pull out the jar of raspberry preserves and I'm like like petted a little bit in front of everybody like this is gonna be good like you're gonna enjoy this put it back in the basket like clearly trying to coax rook through being a complete wussy our heroes <laughs> mvp right here oh man i'm almost wondering if i if i if i hand you something will you will you pick up on it <laughs> um so i'm just kind of like like fully like kind of like holding back but i also see the basket and i'm like oh that smells good you know but just kind of look looking at him like guys um i feel like this is gonna sound dumb do you think there's any chance that those ships are haunted and then this kind of scraps just kind of perks up looks at me looks concerned and goes wanted and then, and then, and then I'm just like, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Just both, just, just me and Scraps are both just kind of like, mm. I like the ball. I don't know if you'll pick up on what I'm tossing you. And he looks back and he's like, oh, definitely. That looks rough. Yeah. Like I like look at the ships, like about two seconds, just nods. He's like, yeah, like 99% chance. Yeah. Probably haunted. Definitely haunted actually. Yeah, ghosts are real, and those things look like they really have ghosts, but they also have treasure. Treasure sounds fun, but I can always, I can always send out my pet to see, uh, to see what's up. Worst comes to worst, we can always flee. We can always have the picnic on the on our ship where it's nice and not haunted. I, I really want that mm. picnic basket. Yeah. Well, uh, good luck making your own lunch. I'm going to go and sit in the Delta Flyer. I'm definitely still going over. Same. This is happening. This is happening. I'm going to go take a look at what's over there. So we can. I just kind of like split up that. And I look at the ship and I look at the picnic basket and I look at the ship and I'm just like, damn, I love the shrimpy snacks. And I just get on the boat and Scraps follows me because he also smells shrimpy snacks. I lock the doors to the deck. <laughs> we lock the ship, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turn. <laughs> we have just... three children aboard. If no one's staying aboard with the crane and the children, we have to lock the ship. The You're locking the children it. in their room. We have, you know, they have the whole ship to play in. <laughs> I just pictured us like lowering the Delta Flyer into the, into the waves, and then we just like pull forward to the front of the bow, and there's just a keyhole there, and we just put this <laughs> oversized key in it and lock the ship on our way out. Like, no, we just tell them the 
to bar the door, batten well, down the hatches, like use them and seal, parenting shoot things with flares. Yeah, I shoot things with flares. The outside of the house, so nobody can get in or out. Because so you know it's fire. the wild sea's dangerous, and you know there are things big enough to just swoop down and shake you, take you on tum tums. <laughs> Tums tums. Well, yeah, you know what? Not gonna matter when he's gone's gone. If, if they did tums, <laughs> that would settle what else is going on in their tummy. It's just for safety. <laughs> okay, okay. You lock the children on the ship and you get on the Delta Flyer. Excellent. <laughs> when you say it like that in a normal normal way, it makes you sound like a bad person. <laughs> so we go. Oh no, I would ship. never judge you. Um, yeah, you guys get to the ship, uh, pulling up, as as I say, like, it's two large ships. They're actually, like, touching, and it, it looks like they've rammed each other almost partway. Uh, and you can tell either something attacked them or they attacked each other, because there's more damage than just the, like, ramming together. Mm -hmm. But you can't quite... It's been a long time, and things have grown over and changed, so yeah, you can't you can't quite tell. Um, Rook, you can clearly see, like there's there are there's a ghostly aura around each of these ships, and you can see the aura is still. I don't want to say pushing against each other, but the two auras of the ships are still intertwined in a aggressive fashion. Okay. Um are are we are we like docked yet or are we just kind of looking at it? Yeah, you guys are you guys are tying the rope currently to the ship sort of thing. Like you're you're docking. Uh which ship are we landing on? Or beside or the that one. There's... Yeah. I don't okay. really know if it matters. It, yeah. it, it doesn't. Okay. The one with less powerful monsters. Because <laughs> I'm gonna send my um uh, my Chimeric Amalgam, mm -hmm. and it's changed shape a little bit because now that it's settled its form after uh, being introduced, it looks kind of just like the Red Kite, except you notice it's a little bit bigger and the seams are there's seams on it now with little spiders flowing in and out of them every now and then, and then its eyes are just like mine with two really shiny spiders. Oh, I'm still picturing it covered in mushrooms, though, too. Oh, there's still mushrooms sticking out of the yeah. thing. But the body is yeah. now just, like, a taxidermy for my bugs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> as well as the mushrooms. You know, the good ways. <laughs> just do a quick survey of the other ship we don't land on. Yeah. Um, no secret, Bern. No secret. Burn. No secret? Okay. So... Just going for with, the vision. With your um, Chimeric Amalgam... Sense, I guess? Yeah, you can just see... I mean, you can roll. Yeah, roll if you want. Um, three dice. Yeah. One for instinct, one for sense or scrutinize, and one for the chimeric. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, three, four, one. Three, four, one. Okay. Uh, you guys, or you, you are able to see with through your eyes that this ship or this other ship. It's, it's been not really touched by large predators. They've, like, things have overgrown it. It's, it's got leaves on them. They've definitely 
had animals scurrying over and around it, but not to the same level as most ships of this quote-unquote age. So, like, so like, like the only damage is the damage done from the apparent ship battle. Nothing else has done damage to it beyond nature so far. Yeah, like like just general wear and tear of time and hmm. like small like moss is growing on it and you know there's branches and leaves strewn about and maybe there's a few random like birds or something but nothing like you've seen shipwrecks before in fact you've encountered uh pinwolves on shipwrecks and you know for a fact like pinwolves are one of the few creatures that are found in almost every breach on the wild sea so the fact that there hasn't there's not really any signs of pinwolves on this ship is surprising i will and inf- unnerving hmm. these it's too quiet on these ships for them to have been here this long Oh yeah, they're probably haunted. Yeah, the ship is anything but quiet. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, what? I'm all gung forward for the. Yeah, this place is haunted. Uh, what is haunted? Yeah, uh, sometimes when things die, they uh they stick around. Yeah. As he says that, um, <laughs> Bev, mm-hmm. or not Bev, sorry, Brooke, <laughs> you're able to see, um. This a ghost, uh, just a ghost. You can't quite tell what they're for, like what they were. They've twisted. It's it's like when the dead have been dead so long, they kind of start to lose their form. They look less and less humanoid and less and less like they did in their alive state. Um, so it's it's just kind of. A ghostly blob almost at this point with like thick arms and legs and it's dragging this large battle axe just across the ship like coming out of one of the um like passageways leading down below and you see it like walking towards the other ship and it hasn't really noticed you guys yet because you're still kind of climbing on and getting onto this ship, but the rest of you just see an axe being dragged across the top of this ship. Um, I, I, I immediately kind of jump, kind of like, almost like huddled behind Scraps, and I yell, zoinks. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, on the other hand, yes, <laughs> 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 Ah, a whispered axe! You know, because I can recognize when things are weird and hex you and a thing, so I kind of run over to grab it. Go, no, 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 no! I, like, uh, I, like, against my word of judgment, like, kind of, like, run out to, like, grab, like, scruff of neck and, like, no, 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 stop! So you're, you're trying to grab it and Rook's pulling you back? I guess so. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, how badly do you want to grab it? Do you want to roll against Rook to try and grab it, or are you going to let Rook pull you back? Well, let's see. 
I'm going to try and grab the axe. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's see here. How would, let's do a conflict of... Um, I'm going to say it, it'll just be a simple like highest dice versus highest dice. And Tsitsi, you can roll Brace. And Rook, you can roll... Uh, let's see, grabbing someone, <laughs> strike. You was, can roll uh, strike. I was. Can I? Can I revert? Can I roll dodge to avoid her grabbing my shoulder? Yeah, sure. You can roll dodge or brace, and then Bev and Rook, you can roll strike. Am I, am I allowed to use grace in this? Uh, you can use. Um, yeah, grace. Grace probably would work here. Okay. All right, here we go. Um, Tuesday fight. And so, wait, hold up, hold up. When you have a zero in something, what you do, because Rook has a zero in strike, mm -hmm. so you roll two dice, cut one. Okay, so Which I'm rolling. Sounds... So I'll roll two dice, count one, and then roll another one for Grace. Does that work? No, 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 no. Because you don't, you don't get your edge if you have a zero in something. Got it. Because you can't, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you... Um, so she yeah, will be rolling three the dice. Worst of the two. Yeah, she'll be so, rolling yeah. three dice and cutting one. No, 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 no. She's rolling two dice and cutting one. Oh. Which sounds similar to just rolling one dice. However, the way probability works is it actually makes the roll worse than just rolling one dice. Yeah. But do we get our edges as well? You you do uh, Zitsi because uh, you actually have a stat in dodge. Okay. It's it's because Rook has a zero in strike. That's yeah, how at least that's how I read the book. No, that makes sense. Can, yeah, yeah. She, she gets to roll two dice still, as if she had an edge in the skill, but she gets a cut because she doesn't have the skill. Yes. Okay. Yes. So two dice. No. <laughs> One of my dice was a six. <laughs> oh, what was the other one? Because I hope it's not better than a two. Oh, it's a three! <laughs> <laughs> got a one and a two. Oh, okay. Oh my god, so I'm drunk. so big and scary. And I, I feel lost. like we got like, some kind of like comical tangle. Like, like kind of roll into each other, you know, like cartoon roll into the, into the wall, but I ultimately come out victorious. With your hand stuck to one of my webby parts again. Yeah, and I'm just like pulling it away, being like, don't take it, it's being used! <laughs> um, yeah, you guys roll around uh, trying to tackle each other to not let, to not touch this axe. And the ghost, Rook, you're able to see the ghost stop and turn to look at the two of you. The rest of you just see the axe stop and then start to swing upwards, and it's going to come down on the two of you. Oh, gosh. Um, I guess I just I... kind of, like, we need to move, like, start to scramble and pull them, and we need, like, just trying to get out of the, the range of the, the swing. I shoot the axe with a blast at point-blank range. I can't miss when it's up in the air that high. Manifold, but whoosh! Okay, okay. Um, a, I want a bow, but I don't want to die. Also, or I want an axe, but I don't want to die. Am I allowed to use Skybridge Step? 
Diverge step. Uh, a defensive dance that keeps you out of harm's way. Yeah. If you had a defensive stat, but you don't have brace or dodge. Wait, what? So um, you can use it in the sense that like, it's really good because it's beefy. That's like where all your health comes from. Um, and then you can also use it to gain an advantage if you were rolling brace or dodge. But right. So seeing yeah. this axe come up, I'm going to draw my manifold bow and try to shoot an electric arrow at the metal axe as it's in the Ooh. air. Okay, okay. And uh, I don't know if I have enough time, but I don't know if the spotlight's going to go to somebody else as I do this. Yeah, so I was uh, kind of tumbling around with Rook. You you were. Um, I'm going to pivot the spotlight before you roll to the other two, to Gomez and Jison, as the two of the, you are watching this axe come off the ground and start making a slow, long arc to come down on your two friends rolling around on the ship deck. So, I think Gomez, um, I think Gomez is gonna start doing his job here. Like, his job is to put himself, but he, he's the combat guy. <laughs> I actually, hi there, everybody. It's, it's your boy Gomez. Uh, I made a combat character on accident. So, uh, I got these two points of brace, and I got this, I got this ed, iron of edge. Uh, I'm gonna use them. I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself between uh, this axe and uh, these people, and uh, say like, "Hey, uh, hey there, ghost guy. How about we uh, how about we parlay before we get to business?" Um, yeah, I'm gonna say. Ooh, okay, you're diving in front, Jison. What are you doing? Um, so we all know that that gif of of homer vanishing into the hedge i'm going to use my i'm going to use my camouflage model to just kind of like i like leap backwards into the air and chris angel into the uh into the foliage and then blend into them perfectly i'm just like peace i'm uh f this shit i'm out (laughs) excellent excellent i love it okay so um i'm gonna get let's start with a stealth roll from jison here and you okay. definitely get a double advantage because no one's paying attention to you <laughs> and you have camouflage model. So yep. that'll be uh, five dice total. Very good. Gosh darn trees oh, rises. One, three, four, five, six. Nice. Okay. So you, with that six, you just, you totally jump backwards, land into the waves, and you're invisible. Nobody, like, as far as everyone's concerned, you didn't even come off the boat. Like, you're I gone. Was never he- I was never here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like a penguin. You didn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, then we're going to go with uh, I'm going to say Zitsi. I'm going to do you before Gomez because you were drawing your bow to fire. Yes. And I'm going to say, ooh, because if you fire now, you're going to hit Gomez. So I'm going to say still roll for shoot, but 
if you succeed, you miss Gomez. If you fail, you're going to hit Gomez. Okay. Um, Alright. Uh, it's going to be Grace, because this is elegance and precision at any yep. angle to be able to shoot my bow with intense skill. And got my three points in shoot, because I am a master marksman with said bow. And then, oh, I'm using a bow, so I get a, point, a dice for that. Yep. And it is, I did declare Volt. So this is electricity. Yeah. So fingers crossed it doesn't work on tree bacon. Uh, six, five, two, three, four. Hmm. Nice. Six. Yahtzee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> A high straight. Um, Man, I'm so... destroying you guys this game. <laughs> no <laughs> twists. <laughs> so, yeah, you perfectly, like, you're just about to aim to hit this bow, and you see Gomez out of the corner of your eye start diving in front of the axe. And you're like, nope. And you just turn off to the side and shoot the arrow loose into the air elsewhere. Yeah, my, my arm just kind of shifts in an unnatural way that reminds them all that I'm not people and I do not have bones. <laughs> and, and, and the elbow joint just kind of shifts forward six inches so it bends at a better angle to not hit him. <laughs> no, I'm picturing... So, like, you know how you hold a bow like it's in front of you? So, like, your arm's straight and then it's, like, taunt? Mm. I'm just picturing your arms, like, unnaturally like, reversing, so the arrow's, like, going through your chest sort of thing. Oh, yeah, it's, but... like, it's like an unnatural angle as if some dev had not programmed somebody to look at you in yeah, like... third person through the aim-down yeah. sight vision. My, my arms just go, like, into a perfect yeah. triangle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it just, like, launches, and then the spiders, like, clear a little hole in your chest, and it just, like, shoots through your chest behind you off into, like, the distance. Excellent. I don't hit the axe? No, you don't hit the axe. You okay. miss you miss Gomez and the axe. You're you're safe. Good stuff. Um and then Gomez, uh roll brace, because you're about to get hit with an axe. <laughs> but not a bow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, a, a gross game? <laughs> like friendly fire was turned off momentarily. <laughs> So, uh, so I have iron, I have uh, brace, so that's three dice, and then I also have a desert harness, which gives me hewing resistance. So yes. Oh, this is the first time we've had resistances come up. I got one, five, two, four. So so five means conflict. yeah, five means you take a damage, but because you have resistance, you're gonna take nothing. So this axe is gonna like thump into your manly, muscular cactus body <clears throat> covered in desert harnesses. And yeah, it's just going to like thud and almost get kind of not stuck there, but like it's going to slowly move back and it's winding up to strike at you again. There's a lot of friction to withdraw it from all the spines. Yeah. Yeah, so Gomez is going to say, like, yeah, hey, so, like, your life is probably pretty hard, but, like, there's plenty of time to rest and you're dead, so how about you start, buddy? And he's going to start advancing on the axe and the invisible thing holding it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, go, like, go ahead and roll strike. Are you Are you trying to take the axe out of this guy's hands? Let's see. 
Well, I was actually going to su suggest. Well, um, I do, do I get another move? No? Yeah, you can have a move. Go for it. Steal that spotlight. Is that? Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to go? Did you ask? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no, no. I was like, literally, point. that's uh, the thing. Yeah, I was going to suggest that um, scraps. I mean, sensing the danger, but also big stick um, goes to, <laughs> to simultaneously save, but also big stick. Try to wrench that thing from Zand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He um, see, he, he can't see the ghost thing, but he can uh, big stick. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so roll scraps. To grab that. Uh, what what and, are we rolling for? Um, I don't know if we've quite established that. Yeah. yeah. It, it would be he. So so it would still be a because str I had this when I used my boar to attack. Okay. So it was still my my skills, and then the boar was just a weapon. Okay. So you roll him like a d six. So like it would he's still just an be. Aspect. It would still be strike. Okay. But because you have a zero in strike, he I'll give you an advantage deal, dice. Deal CQ spike damage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got a doggo. Um. So as I say, it'd still be strike, but you have a zero in strike. But I'll give you the advantage dice for your watch wolf, so it'll be, uh, three dice cut one. Okay. What about the element of surprise for doggo? Um. That's um. Oh. Could I assist doggo with my giant outwit pool? Well, you're. I mean, like, okay. You know what? I'll give you. I'll give you the second dice. So it'll be four dice cut one, because Gomez is currently engaging this spirit ghost thing and like advancing on it, and because uh, Scraps is coming out of nowhere. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you the two advantage. So four dice and cut one. So four dice cut one. Okay, that's gonna be a three with a twist. Three with a twist. Oh, yeah. Nice. Okay. Um. So no, not nice. Yeah, still a oh, yeah. It's a twist. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Um. I I got a twist. If you guys are okay with me doing a twist. Yeah, let's so hear the, it. So the disaster is, uh, Scraps jumps for this axe, and ends up tackling into Gomez instead. No. Gomez, right. you're not hurt or anything, but like you just you're just holding Scraps in your arms right now, where you should have been holding an axe in your arms. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the twist is all of a sudden you just hear a whooshing sound and a thud as an arrow hits an invisible object and kind of slowly, it's like it hits it and then almost like it's drooping through like molasses or through honey or something it like droops through and then lands on the floor of the deck as you clearly see a salt covered arrow has hit this specter thing and like done some damage and then fallen off because it can't stay physically stuck in it. Um, but it definitely hit the specter and you look over on the other ship and there's you, Rook can see clearly another ghost holding a bow but the rest of you just see a bow and this um, quiver as it's drawing another arrow. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to kind of, I don't know if it would be sense or scrutinize 
where is like the main um like the the strongest kind of center of all this ghost energy where is that coming from uh yeah roll scrutinize uh, go ahead it's scrutinize and i'm wondering uh, would tides work for that uh yes tides would work for that i'll give you tides any advantage or you know what sharps would probably no sharps would be better sharps would be better okay because this is a logic like you're like okay where is logically where is all this gonna originate from okay and then advantage you can have an advantage um because you were able to get such a good look at the ship earlier okay yeah yeah Okay, that is ha, six with a twist. Six with a twist, excellent. So you want to know where the highest concentration of ghostiness is? Yeah, and I also want to maybe, um, with my twist, also trying to see which of these ships look like it could run or has a better shot of running. Hmm. But after you okay. tell me what you, yeah. what you know. So the ghostiness energy is emanating from the engine room on both of these like from like yeah let's say the engine room why not we'll we'll say the engine room on both of these ships is emanating this ghostiness energy and the ship that looks like it's most likely the best running ship or the most likely candidate to actually make it more than a hundred paces is probably the ship you're on. Perfect. Okay. Hmm. Um, I kind of half yell at, you know, my crew, um, watch my back and I take off towards the engine. Uh, I think Gomez is going to get up and uh, scramble to follow. Those are two very contradictory things. <laughs> Watch my back. Books off down an unknown hallway. <laughs> hey, I can't see my back. You can. I'm running away from you. <laughs> um, I'm going to drop out of the bushes and follow as well. Excellent. I'm still going to say you're camouflaged for the most part, but not invisible. Fair? Okay. Fair, fair. Okay. Um, and then, uh, Zitsi, are you following, or what are you doing? Uh, I'm definitely going to be extricating myself from the corner, looking wistfully back at the, the, the battle axe, now wildly swinging at the air as I see air, like salt-covered arrows being fired at it. Wondering, yeah. I wonder where I can get bows and arrows like that. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, oh, I have a thing for bows! Weapons. Nice! <laughs> right? Beautiful. And I want to I wanna auto bow. <laughs> Yeah, no, as you guys rush out for my camoed friend. Yeah. Sorry, as you guys leave this area, you definitely this ghost stops engaging with you and starts moving towards the archer shooting at it. And it's like, yeah, you're using that axe to deflect arrows and it's getting pinged here and there. Um, Jinkies, that was close. Thank you. Someone else was thinking I'm like, I can't be the only one figuring out that we're four people with a dog going on a haunted ship. 
through these notes. <laughs> the obligatory um, Scooby-Doo yeah, episode. Oh, 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 as we're running towards this thing, obligatory running between doors in the hallway shot. <laughs> do 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 or whatever it is. Benny Hill. Very Benny Hill. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Excellent. But yeah. Get to the engine room? Yeah. You uh no, you get down into the hallway underneath the ship, and you can see coming out of some of the doors, you just see like one of the doors is another axe coming out of it. One of the doors there's a Arc, like an archer and another door has the, just a guy with a club and the rest of you just see three weapons coming out of the doors <laughs> I, uh, I I vibrate a little bit <laughs> those aren't for taking are they no uh, looking closer you guys now now that you've seen that arrow and everything you do notice that all the weapons are covered in salt. And kind of nudge G-san. I guess they know that. I guess they really wanted flavor sticks. <laughs> hmm. I just realized something. You used up your salt? <laughs> well, I still have it. It's just not in its original form. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Dock it now. <laughs> Death I'm, by I'm like, I'm like Rook. Where's where's his mouth? <laughs> Death by euphoria. Death by chocolate. Um. Uh. Yeah. Where? Which one's? Which one's got the biggest gaping mouth? Um. Yeah. Let's go with the one closest to you. Has a bow, and it hadn't drawn its bow. It just there was just a bow and a quiver, and it slowly. As, as you guys ran down the stairs, it's slowly starting to, like, move to draw an arrow and point its bow at you. But it's probably only two or three feet away, like, in front. Can I do, like, a dazzling leap towards it and I kinda bust point. off a piece of chocolate and jam it in its mouth? I, I point I pointed the spot. Yeah. 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 Um, Let's do a synchronized euphoric chocolate attack here. Me. And hopefully, uh -huh. like... Like rest in peace, this this boy. Well, I don't know about peace, but um, how are you? How are you putting this chocolate in its mouth? How are you dazzling towards it? Um, well, you said I was still partially camouflaged, so I'm basically yeah. just gonna like shimmy along the side wall, and then like as he's like as the bow is raising up, I'm gonna approximate like the stance of where someone would be and then bust off a shard of chocolate and jam it into what I <laughs> expect is the appropriate spot. Okay. Um, I'll call that strike. I'll give you an advantage for your camouflage. I'll give you an advantage for improvised weapon. But you're oh, still no, it, have it's, to... it's not it's not combat. It's it's sensuous. It, it's performance. I'm dancing. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're, you're dancing. Dance yes. fighting. I'm okay. I'm trying I'm trying to um, no, breakdance fighting. <laughs> it's it's not even it's not even combat as far as I'm concerned. Uh, these are these are restless souls, and I am trying to uh, give them okay. peace so that they can move on to the the afterlife. Resounding <laughs> flourish at That's, the end of its dance. The sphere is just, released of the euphoric bliss of salted chocolate. I I just needed a good um, excuse to use perform, and that's fine by me. 
So I, I'm all okay with perform being used as a weapon. Um, I, yeah, <laughs> goodness knows we've had enough characters use performance as weapons. So <laughs> every bard in uh, it's, we've we've all seen uh, that scene from Final Fantasy X where there's angry spirits of the dead and Yuna does that dance and they're all like, oh, okay, we're going to pass on happily to the afterlife and not turn into monsters now. I mean, like I'm a little bit late, but that's cool. Like that's <laughs> that's where we're at. Excellent. Uh, yeah. So go ahead. Still with two bonus dice. So that's uh, five. No, that's that's all six dice. <laughs> You've maxed the dice pool. Congratulations. Achievement we unlocked. Did it. And I still couldn't roll anything better than a five. With a but twist. You got a twist. I got a triple with a four. With a twist. Super um, twist. Yeah. So you. Um, you're gonna take an arrow. To the knee. like the arrow hasn't been pulled back all the way, but it's going to scrape against you. So you'll no. take one point of damage. Okay. Um, but So you can choose wherever on your character sheet you want to throw that damage. Um, that chocolate bar, you break off a chunk and you just like shove it in the thing's head hole yeah. where, where its mouth would be. And you can actually... Like, you wouldn't normally be able to feel the spirit being there, but because you're holding this salted, this extremely well-salted chocolatey nut bar, you're able to, it almost feels like you're punching through, again, like molasses or honey. So it's slightly harder than water, but it's not quite solid. There's a little bit of resistance there. I got you. Yeah. And so you can feel it as you're just like, pushing this chocolate bar deeper and deeper inside this thing and it's like starting to writhe and not be a happy ghost spirit but only rook can see that yeah yeah rook you see this thing's like flailing and getting upset and the rest of you just see like the bow moving wildly in the air (laughs) and yeah this this spirit is gonna take some heavy damage here I just kind of like, well, that works really well. And then you have, um, I guess, yeah, you have a twist. So do you want the twist to be it takes some extra damage, or do you want a different twist, if you guys can think of a different twist? I can think of one. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, A little quiver of arrows drops off. Because his vigor is shaking, just like loosens the belt loose and just falls off. That's fair. Okay. It drops its quiver. Close to any Salted of us? arrows. Yeah, salted arrows. Are any of us close enough to grab that? Really? Yeah, if any Definitely of you want to grab it. <laughs> I mean, Gomez will go for him and use him as melee weapons. Well, doesn't one of you have a bow? <laughs> yeah. Well, technically now we have two if, that, if the chocolate ends up murking that ghost. <laughs> um... Yeah, if Gomez wants to pick up the arrows, I'll give you an improvised... I'll give it a benefit track, Salted Arrow. Um, And you can use this... uh, I'll say it's a three-box track. So three boxes there. And yeah, each arrow you use... I'm just going to say they'll break, basically, as you hit things with it, because they're not meant to be used as a melee weapon. So, um, 
Maybe he'll take one, and then if do do one of us have a bow? Yeah, me. Yeah, okay. I'll take one and then hand you the the quiver, like the rest of them. So I'll just take one thing. Okay. So then Zitzi, you can take Salted Arrow, and I'll give you two boxes. What about the other two ghosties? Do do they react to us choking out this guy with food? God, Um, I hope so. God, I hope so. The the other two, one with a axe and one with a bow, or one with a club, sorry. Um... They are going to the, start raising their weapons and start moving. They don't move extremely fast, but they're moving faster towards you than a regular walking pace. Okay. Gomez will say, uh, get that guy with the club off of me. I'm going for the guy with the axe. <laughs> or, I got the, or I got the guy with the axe. Quick uh, quick question. I, um, oh, oh, yeah. No, you go. In in my my experiences with ghosts, would I know? Do they have any kind of reaction to electrical currents? Like, is that some? Because you know, it depends on the ghost lore. Sometimes they are, sometimes they don't. Like, is, is there any relationship there between spectral ooze and? You know what? All because <clears throat> you're asking. All yes, end. And so, yeah, they will take some damage from electric. Okay. Okay. Um, you can go ahead and do your thing, and then I'll do my thing after your thing. It's okay. My thing involved you, anyways. Oh. So uh, take, <laughs> taking these, like just uh, holding these two arrows that Gomez gave me, I'm gonna put yep. one in the quiver, or I put one in my bowstring, and then look over to Rook. Where am I aiming? And draw one and aim at the axe. And I, and I <laughs> point kind of at the two spots where you kind of want, you know, like kind of saying like. If you aim for that thingy over there and that thingy over there, you'll hit him. You know. All right, you know I'm aiming for the empty space that Gomez didn't call. So the clubbed one, because I think Gomez says he was. Yeah, he, the axe. he was just like, "Get the clubbed one." I got the axe guy. Yeah. Okay, so going for the clubbed <laughs> okay. one with the assistance from Rook because she can actually see these apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you the advantage for that. Um, <clears throat> and then I'm gonna say I'm using instinct here just judging from where the weapon is being held as well. Okay, yeah. Because this is... I'm shooting at something that's completely invisible to my sight. Yeah. Um, and then You're in a I fairly shoot. narrow hallway. It is, but you, you never know. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. He could be completely atypical human. Like, just no yep. human forearms every, anywhere. And then I'm just going to take a shot. Yeah, five dice. Yep. Oh, do I add one for Jisan's assistance? Or um, Rook's, for assistance? Rook's assistance? Yeah, I'll give you one for Rook's assistance. Uh, five, four, four, six, four, one. So six and a twist. Yes. Four um, days. <laughs> so you you shoot this arrow, and absolute like it goes. Most of the things went through them kind of sluggishly and like slopped to the ground as if it like hit and then fell your arrow actually like punches through this thing and hits the wall on the back um as it drops its club and kind of dissipates yeah i was just gonna apply double salt effect to fully dissipate yon spirit yeah, you can um Yawn. You could not take Yeah, you guys can pick a different 
twist if you want, or because oh. it's it's done. <laughs> Ain't no ghosty. There was no old man Jenkins. <laughs> maybe it uh, maybe like the club falls like onto the one holding the axe. Yeah, sure. Okay, you did mention that. the weapons were all salted, didn't you? Oh, yeah, fully, fully yeah, so Harry it, Potter with the troll style. Yeah, so it, Leviosa it, that. Leviosa. It's Leviosa. Excellent. Leviosa. Yeah, it, the club falls and hits the other one just a little bit. So just on doing the a little bit. Yeah, just kind of grazing it, giving it a little bit of damage there. The one with the axe. You can see its ghostly foot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say. Can I like try and like scramble my way right next to the one that's still standing with the axe and just like pull up my vault rail and just kind of like jam it into the dive and I go like this this right here right here oh, <laughs> Man we have we love to just jam things into things <laughs> Wow uh, yeah go ahead and uh Roll strike for tasing this thing. Okay. Um. Strike. Strike. I got. Do I? Ha I don't uh, have anything on strike. No. Do I? So that again will be. I'll give you the advantage because you guys have the area here. That's the reason uh, so Scotty be, didn't have a weapon. Right. It'll be three dice and Sorry, cut one. Three cut one. Yeah. Ds e five. Five. Okay. Five. So you're going to take some damage as this thing with the axe is going to clip you on your way to going around it to tase it. Okay. So you can take one point of damage. Okay. But you, and again, this thing was resistant, or yeah, resistant to electric, but still took damage from electric. So you tase this thing, and it's it's not looking pretty, but it's still standing. And I'm like pointing here, 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 right there. And all right. Um, Sorry, really quick. As you tase this thing, Bev, you start to hear a chuckle. And that's all I'm going to say. And go ahead, Gomez. Uh, Gomez is going to do the arrow. Nice. Into the ghost. So you're just punching this arrow into it? Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm an archer. Punch. <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice. He says, nice axe. <laughs> Punches the guy with the arrow. Excellent. Roll strike, and I'll give you the advantage dice because you have the correct weapon choice. All right. And uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to say this uses force, so I'll use iron with it as well. Yeah. Yeah, punch would be iron. That's, That's fair. One, two, three, four, and I, I don't really have another aspect. That would be good. So, 46. Hey, uh, six with a twist. Six with a twist. So you completely just obliterate this one with the axe. And if you want the twist, you can just continue swinging through and hit the one with the bow. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. So you, you knock out <clears throat> both of these with one punch and drop them. One punch! <laughs> um, Excellent. That laugh. I heard. Wasn't it all familiar to me? Oh, it was very familiar to you. Oh. It was it was far too familiar. In fact, as Gomez successfully, muscularly and beautifully punches two ghosts out, that laugh turns into an absolute roar of like chuckles and 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm guessing down at the end of the hall is the engine room. Yes. Okay. I just kind of get this like screw you look on my face, and I just kind of like do that like <clears throat> inhale, and I just like <laughs> beeline, determined, clenched jawed over to that engine room. Tell me what is wrong with that engine, real quick. <laughs> Knowing uh, that machines are very, very, very complicated, if you could come up with a relatively simple solution that somebody with no engineering knowledge in a game could figure out, that'd be great. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to say roll scrutinize. Okay. Uh, and you're going to cut one from your mire. Yeah. Did I, did I add another to that mire? No, you don't need to add any more to that mire okay. yet. But it's coming up this episode. Okay, so yeah. So wait, so I got two for scrutinize. One of them for I don't know, probably sharps. Yeah. Um, and then do I? I'm guessing dice. I don't have any advantage. No, but three dice cut one. Mm -hmm. As your ancestors, yeah. these large, muscular men and women, yeah, just are rolling around laughing, going. That plant guy punched harder than you did. What are you? Pathetic? You're so silly. Look how scrawny your little arms are. What are you going to do? Plants are bigger than you. Plants. We eat plants. Everything eats plants. And they're bigger and punching better than you. Look at you. I don't even think you lift as they're like bench pressing ghost weights. <laughs> okay. So, um, oh, sorry three heads taller than all of them too right. yeah um okay so i i can't remember if i said i rolled a five on that um so as yeah. i'm going about quickly trying to assess what's wrong with this ship i'm just kind of like muttering like those you know those like when somebody is trying to defend themselves but like they just they just can't like it's like they're just it's it's almost like the stop hitting yourself a verbal defense kind of mm -hmm. situation you know like being like first of all we live in a freaking tree world so trees kick our butt all second i did i thought i i hit it with the thing and i'm just you know getting frustrated and but i'm what what is wrong with this ship um i, I just need enough to get the engine like to get to get yeah, the saws no, or whatever this thing runs on moving it's damaged because it was rammed and then time but other than that, it's still a working engine. So just like cleaning it up and priming it sort of thing will make it work. Hmm. Okay. Um, am I... That will take time. I was going to say... That's, that's your conflict there. Is it will take time. Which you could have, but the others will have to give it to you. Like, they will have to do enough. Like, yeah. is it... Like, what is it? Like, it needs spit and polish, or it just needs to be held together? Um, spit and polish type of deal. Like, it's, it's, this engine has been sitting for a number of years, mm -hmm. and so things have, like, it's dust rusted and over, time. and it's gross, and it's. Yeah. Yeah. Spit and polish, you say? <laughs> I have. Literally that? <laughs> I, I literally. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have? <laughs> you say tools for the job. I <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I have an aspect called spit and polish. Remove a negative tag from any piece of salvage. Would you I mean, say this that the ship is, ship is salvage. salvage? Oh, definitely. Could we accommodate that? 
I also have Master Salvager, so maybe this engine is uh, one degree of uh, rarity better than it would have been. I mean, if you want to um, <laughs> use a task to spit and polish... Oh, did you mark... You didn't mark your task for when you did your battery, by the way. Use a task... It doesn't say to. It just says use a task to remove a negative tag. Yeah, it doesn't oh. need to get marked. Nope. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a really good tag. I it's thought, yeah, you I need a task which requires a montage action. So it's I see. yeah, um, yeah. No, you can use spit and polish and master salvager on this engine, but you will need a bit of time. You and Rook working together, so the other two will have to keep, um, will have to give you time. And oh, as like sounds of that, <laughs> as I say that, the two of you are in the engine room. So, Rook, you know that the engine room was the kind of heart of this ghostly aura. Mm -hmm. And you can see, excuse me, ghosts coming, almost like seeping out of the walls, almost being born from the ship itself. As they come out of the walls of the engine room, pass through the other walls into the other rooms, and you can hear them picking up weapons in the other rooms and start moving into the hallway where uh, I guess Jison and Zitsi are in the hallway and Rook and Gomez are in the engine room. Uh, so Jison and Zitsi, you guys need to buy them enough time to fix this engine. Um, From what? There's nothing here. I'm going to go explore one of those other rooms. She, they oh, seem yeah, fine. man. I'm so glad all that scary ghost stuff is yeah, over no with. Man. I just, guys, we are yeah, going to have company and we are going to need you to guard the door. I just want you to tell me real quick, so, do you want to be on the inside or the outside? Gomez Gomez is going to turn to the like approach the engine and like lift his arms out and then uh, a, his second pair of arms yeah. Much smaller than the others, also kind of like wriggle out of his vest and then rise up. Gomez has a second pair of arms. I don't. Yeah, like little dinosaur arms. He, he just never. Yeah, he just never takes them out of his shirt. Arm. Oh, um, nice. Uh, and I have I have the whisper arisen wreck. Ooh. Oh, nice. So okay, I'm going to use that to uh, wait. Um, Didn't you give what? a newly risen wreck to those salvagers last session? No, I did not. I gave them a newly us. risen spit. Ah, uh, yeah. that's it. Yeah. yeah. He had <laughs> a risen wreck and a newly risen spit. He had the two whispers. They're like the exact same. <laughs> They're similar. So I, I kind of want to use that to, instead of like this thing just making just like ghosts or like the dead. Uh, I want them to like have consciousness and be aware and know right from wrong and you know like instead of being like it makes vengeful dead people it's like no 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 I'm bringing these people back to life okay sort of um <clears throat> that's I love that idea I'm gonna actually ask you to roll for it though just because okay. I want I want to you see how well it goes yeah I want to <laughs> see how well it goes and I want the chance to just twist it a little bit so. I'm just going to ask you to roll one dice and no matter what things are going to happen with this wreck and it will be like the, no matter what the ghosts will be less ghosty um, 
but we'll see kind of how it gets twisted. Okay, I got a four. A four? Okay, so that's in your favor. So yeah, they, using this whisper, these ghosts will start to remember kind of their humanity, for lack of better words, as they start... Well, there, are, there, there are no humans anymore. They're only ardent. So humanity can just be a, a species neutral term now. Yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> Ooh. Lore, <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. Um, right? The lore yeah, you know? so these... The lore you know? Oh, so good. Um, these ghosts start to take more of a actual form instead of just like a blob and because of the amount of spiritual energy and residue around here the rest of you are starting like uh, Rook you're able to see them fairly clearly now as their forms of what they used to be when they were alive and the rest of you can start to see like a hazy blob of ghostly aura where they are um some of you may have seen ghosts before some of you may not have but like even without ghost sight some of you may have seen ghosts before like that's just mm -hmm. some ghosts can be seen without ghost sight that's just a thing yeah. on the wild sea yeah yeah ghosts are real there's enough so, yeah. so the, the ghosts are visible They're, i'm gonna grab that salty yeah. club and i'm gonna go around and start bonking ghosts i'm uh, seeing this, I'm going to ask Jison uh, for a chunk of his chocolate and start rubbing it all over my jaw sphere. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's a good. He can have the rest of the chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Jison, I'll let you. <laughs> well, there's no chocolate left for Rook now. <laughs> I want one. You're inside working on the engine. You're busy. It's future use problem. I need the chocolate for my work. Shift size. Um. ZT, <laughs> for the rest of the scene, you have uh, salt damage on your spear. Okay, and then I'm going to take up post um, at the door so I can respond if they need to call, and I'm going to start shooting at the blobs to support Jison with, nice. uh, okay. with his clubbingness. Nice. So the two of you are just clubbing and um, shooting? Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say, we'll, we'll do this, I'm not going to make you roll like a dozen times for these things, I'll make you roll once and that'll be kind of the outcome of the fight. Uh, so Jison or Zitsi, which do you want to roll? Uh, well, Jison charged in, and he's the one who's yeah. going to be writing the okay. ballad after this. Go okay. ahead, Jison, so roll performance as you dance your way through these enemies with a club. Okay, let's see. That's uh... so four, four, forty-six, okay. I believe. Uh, yeah. For sorry, forty-six. Yes. Sorry, I thought you meant you rolled a four, but yeah, forty-six. Uh, double, oh. double sixes. Double sixes. Oh, yeah. Excellent. The two of you, how how do you want to describe it? I'm not even going to try. Both of you just go for it. Okay, so I'm imagining like this starting off, and there's there's obviously music accompaniment. This is like one of those like Marvel slow mo moments where he's like charging in, and there's perfect arrows flying by him, like head mode, making his little mycelium tail whiz as it goes by. 
and then Highly choreographed, yeah. Yeah, and then he's going and doing his... Well, just how are you dancing as you fly through these enemies? Um, probably a combination of, like, really, like, slow, like, classic, classical music accompaniment, like, like, very, very, like, minute movements, gentlemanly, and then, like, also, like, maybe, like, having, like, an 80s, 80s rock scene in the middle of it. You know, yeah. With like all of a sudden, you're surrounded by a few, a few more ghosts than expected, and then there's just a flurry of like chocolate, like or a jaw, chocolate over jaw spear comes in over your shoulder and shanks two of them through the chest as you keep swirling around with your magical looking movements. Face the king, ride the. So yeah, basically a combination of the Marvel slow mo with the Punisher's hallway scene, but ghosts. And chocolate, <laughs> just beautiful. As as the whole area starts to like, starts to smell chocolatey and salty. Oh, as yeah. you guys, as you guys just like beat these things down, and you're easily able to buy enough time for Rook and Gomez to get the engine started up on this. What is the twist? The whole, the whole time, uh. The I've got a golden ticket, but the metal version is. I've got a golden ticket. And there's another thump with a club. Yeah, what's what's the twist? I got one if you guys yeah, can. Yeah, Okay. Um, you guys hear a, like, thump, thump, thump from above, like, on the deck. And almost, you're able to hear, like, a hurrah from up there. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to guess I cannot control any of the ship's movement from the engine room? Uh, I mean, you can turn on the engines from the engine room. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna yell at, um, at Zitsi that I need him to run to the, um, to navigation and get this thing going as far in reverse as it can. And I'm booting up the engine while he's, or while I'm telling him this. To just kind of juice up whatever I can for how much I can. Um, I will obviously run up. Quick question, though. Mm -hmm. uh, just yeah. for, like, the scenery. Am I jogging through, like, puddles of ectoplasm? Um, no. It'd be more like salt dust. There's not really... I'm not, I'm not going to go with ectoplasm this time. But it's this like, is there, is, there stuff, is there stuff, like, I'm running through? No, it'd be, it, as I say, it'd be like a little bit of salt dust from, like, where the club hit the ground or something. Okay, Or where fine. your spear hit the ground. That's it wouldn't be, there's no residue from the ghosts themselves. Um, I'll use that another time if you guys want. But this time, I don't, I don't want a big sticky mess this time. That's not the vibe I'm going for. We did just hear a bunch of people on deck, so I'm going to ask, uh, G-san, do you want to come with me? Um... 
I assumed that it was probably like the rest of the ghosts, uh, super impressed with our sweet combat dance. So I'm going to do like the home run pose kind of just like distantly distracted. Like, yes, I'm awesome. Check me out. And like, yeah, do just home run pose as I walk up onto the deck. Uh, yeah, as I, you guys, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, impressive I, pose, I guess. You're seeing this. Uh, Bows first, fucking spe- chocolate covered spear. They're ready. Just kick the door open on the deck. As you guys, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, if this isn't what heroes look like, what do they look like? <laughs> covered in salt and chocolate. <laughs> All so my as, heroes as you, are. As, <laughs> <laughs> As, as you guys bust the door open, covered in salt and chocolate, walk, strutting, strutting out on the onto the deck like the heroes of nowhere um, or everywhere, uh, you guys see there's just a bunch of ghosts on there, and like uh, actually, why don't you roll scrutinize? Shotty not. Oh, I was damn. I was about to say, oh man, it'd be a shame if I know these. <laughs> Um, so scrutinize you said yeah and I'll give you an advantage because you've been fighting these ghosts so well pseudo ghost side I'm gonna go with instinct and scrutinize and one for the advantage yeah Uh, six one one perfect okay so you're able to tell that these are not the same ghosts that you've been fighting Meaning they look like they're from, like you're able to deduce that they're from the other ship. Okay, I look around. Um, and then, what do you want the twist to be? What if one of them was one of the people who trained Drock, and they were also a past owner of the Powerbreaker? <laughs> okay, yeah. Drock inherited yeah. this ship. The generational. Turmoil. This, sh- this ship's crew is gone through. Ship. Is it built with bees? <laughs> Dude, the ship's ancient. Yeah. Um, yeah. These you see these ghosts celebrating here on deck, and just like cheering as they've, like as they've clearly wiped out whatever other ghosts were on here, and no more ghosts seem to be coming up. No oh, dang. Um, That's not exactly what I, I wanted, but okay. <laughs> and actually, Brook, you notice as you've started the engine. And as the ghosts have been defeated by uh, Zitsi and Jison, the ghostly aura around this ship starts to dissipate. The ghostly aura around the other ship still is there, though. Um, and yeah, one of the ghosts on the other ship looks to be more captain-y, you know, judging by his hat. Uh, you can always tell from the hat. Or they, yeah, they, looking around, see the two of you, see the Bowbreaker just off to the side and go, is that the Bowbreaker? Hell yeah. What other ship could be so impressive? Stabbing my chocolate-covered spear into the deck, looking at our ship proudly. I just kind of, like, (laughs) pop my head out from underneath, like, like heading up there, and I'm like, why are we not moving? Oh, hi. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, this this captain looks at you and goes, "Where's Drock? Wouldn't we all like to know?" 
Why does everyone no. we meet want to know where this Drock guy is? You want to know. You want to know. People back there want to know. Nobody asks about. I don't know who else was on. They just. Everybody loves Drock. I've had a well, day. I'm a little bit like just exasperated and yeah. <laughs> well, when you're the heroes to nobodies, you know your name doesn't get around. Um, yeah, he just kind of looking at you guys. Sorry. Uh, I just kicked the door stop. <laughs> I explained. <laughs> Drock's having an adventure with a Leviathan at the moment. We seem to be falling behind. This ghost just starts chuckling and the rest of the crew starts laughing too. Oh, typical Drock. That crazy youngster. Classic drop, really. <laughs> exactly. Huh. Oh, I remember back when he was even more of a youngster and all the shenanigans he would get up to. Delightful. I see where he gets it. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, yes, well, nothing but encouragement from this fellow. It looks like you have defeated our foes. At last, we have been locked in battle for many a many a year. Oops. Yeah. Gomez, Gomez comes up and he's like, hey, did any of you guys know that this engine could just make ghosts? Oh, hey, what's up? Is, okay. Is it okay if we salvage from the ship? Of course. The spoils are war of the spoils of war are yours, my brother. I just kind of turn, look, take a good look at the ship, and I turn to the captain. And I'm like, "Hey, um, any chance that fixing your engine would release your mortal souls into their afterlife or whatever?" Do not worry about us. Now that our enemies are gone, we may move on. And you see, all of you are able. Like the rest of you, kind of saw this captain as kind of a bit blurry and faded. Rook, you were able to see them pretty well, but the rest, but now all of you are able to see them like crystal clear. But they're still clearly ghosts. Um, but they're very well defined, and you see the whole crew walks back onto their ship, and the whole ship, not the actual ship, but what looked like the ship back when it was in its prime, a ghost version of that, like pulls away from the hall. And the ghost version starts sailing off into I the sea. I, I pull out the signals for safe journeys and wave it as they leave. And they, they salute you guys as they leave. That our future enemies better watch the hour. I'm going to turn this engine into a ghost generator. That is not how it works! Well, I guess now they're comes be... the manual labor part of our project. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna be trapped doing manual labor for us for eternity. This is gonna be great. I, they're, they're I not, don't. This is not how the ship works. I feel like the ghostly the ghostliness of the engine. I ain't afraid of no, off. I ain't afraid of no manual labor because I ain't gonna have to do anymore. Um, <laughs> I just kind of like mutter to like whoever will listen. I'm like, I'm kind of sad that they ran away like immediately because like having an indebted ghost army could have been really useful at some point. Like, in fighting... You never know. They might not be gone. We don't understand how spirits work. That's true. Anyway, let's salvage this ship. I am so done with this place. Is there any chocolate left? <laughs> I just... And on 
Did I hold out my spear? <laughs> and, and on that note, as Zitsi holds out his spear towards uh, Rook's face. I just kind of take it, glare at it, and then just start fully, like, but very carefully, because it is a weapon, lollipopping that thing. <laughs> um, like, like yeah, this, is, this is the batter... The, the batter whisk that is coming off of the blender that, you know, like is covered in cookie dough, just like This is your victory spoon. <laughs> awesome. On, yeah, on that delightful note, I think we'll end the session here. Nice. Um, I was, as you guys have this now uh, salvage, I'll give you guys some stakes in the ship for it and all that. Uh, I was Ian, the Firefly. I was Austin playing Zitsi. I'm still Bev playing Rook. And Dylan playing Jason. I'm Jonathan playing Gomez. And we were sponsored by Nobody signing off.